Welcome to Sundays from St. Rocks for the Solemnity of the Ascension in Australia transferred to the seventh Sunday of Easter. I'm Father Michael Gallagher, the parish priest at St. Rocks in Glen Iris. I hope that this podcast will help you and your families spend some time in prayer as you keep this Sunday holy. You'll hear the readings for the Solemnity, a short homily, and have some time to pray. Please use those quiet moments to talk to God in your own words. I now invite you to find a comfortable place to settle yourself down for prayer. Let's begin by taking a few slow, deep breaths to help calm our minds and hearts. Remember that you are in the holy presence of God, that he sees you, that he hears you. Tell God what is on your mind and heart today. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Let us acknowledge our sins and seek the Lord's forgiveness. You were sent to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners. Christ, have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Let us pray. Gladden us with holy joys, Almighty God, and make us rejoice with devout thanksgiving. For the ascension of Christ your Son is our exaltation, and where the head has gone before in glory, the body is called to follow in hope. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God for ever and ever. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. In my earlier work, Theophilus, I dealt with everything that Jesus had done and taught from the beginning until the day he gave his instructions to the apostles he had chosen through the Holy Spirit and was taken up to heaven. He had shown himself alive to them after his passion by many demonstrations. For forty days he had continued to appear to them and tell them about the kingdom of God. When he had been at table with them, he had told them not to leave Jerusalem but to wait there for what the Father had promised. It is, he had said, what you have heard me speak about. John baptised with water, but you, not many days from now, will be baptised with the Holy Spirit. 
Now having met together, they asked him, Lord, has the time come? Are you going to restore the kingdom to Israel? He replied, It is not for you to know times or dates that the Father has decided by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and then you will be my witnesses, not only in Jerusalem, but throughout Judea and Samaria, and indeed to the ends of the earth. As he said this, he was lifted up while they looked on, and a cloud took him from their sight. They were still staring into the sky when suddenly two men in white were standing near them, and they said, Why are you men from Galilee standing here looking into the sky? Jesus, who has been taken up from you into heaven, this same Jesus will come back in the same way as you have seen him go. The Word of the Lord. Psalm 46 All peoples clap your hands, cry to God with shouts of joy. For the Lord the Most High we must fear, great King over all the earth. God goes up with shouts of joy, the Lord goes up with trumpet blast. Sing praise for God, sing praise. Sing praise to our King, sing praise. God is King of all the earth, sing praise with all your skill. God is King over the nations. God reigns on his holy throne. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Ephesians. May the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, give you a spirit of wisdom and perception of what is revealed to bring you to full knowledge of him. May he enlighten the eyes of your mind so that you can see what hope his call holds for you, what rich glories he has promised the saints will inherit, and how infinitely great is the power that he has exercised for us believers. This you can tell from the strength of his power at work in Christ, when he used it to raise him from the dead and to make him sit at his right hand in heaven far above every sovereignty, authority, power, or domination, or any other name that can be named, not only in this age, but also in the age to come. He has put all things under his feet, and made him as the ruler of everything, the head of the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills the whole creation. The Word of the Lord. A reading from the conclusion of the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus showed himself to the eleven and said to them, Go out to the whole world, proclaim the good news to all creation. He who believes and is baptised will be saved. He who does not believe will be condemned. These are the signs that will be associated with believers. In my name they will cast out devils. They will have the gift of tongues. They will pick up snakes in their hands and be unharmed should they drink deadly poison. 
they will lay their hands on the sick who will recover. And so the Lord Jesus, after he had spoken to them, was taken up into heaven. There at the right hand of God he took his place, while they, going out, preached everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the word by the signs that accompanied it. The Gospel of the Lord. With today's solemnity, we return to the commemoration of events, just like we did throughout Holy Week. Events that mattered, events that really happened. This event we celebrate today, the Ascension, happened in a real place. In fact, there is a chapel built over the rock that has been reverenced ever since it was the last place that Jesus stepped on earth. The death, resurrection and Ascension of Jesus don't really make any sense unless they are real events. The ascension was the completion of Jesus' earthly mission. In his passion, he bore the weight of the world's sin. In his crucifixion, he was raised up, paradoxically, as the sign of the defeat of death. In the resurrection, he showed us what the glorified life to come will be. And now in the ascension, he's raised up in glory to open the path to heaven. That path is the one to which world history and indeed our own personal histories are leading towards. Jesus being taken up into the clouds is a dramatic reminder that we are bound for heaven. We must keep our gaze fixed on Christ in heaven as we work out our salvation here. On this particular day, the apostles were left wondering what to do. Jesus had promised to be with them until the end of time and yet he had left. Last week we heard that he promised the apostles they would receive the Advocate, the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit would dwell in them, guide them, inspire them, encourage them. And so he commissioned them to continue his mission. This wouldn't have happened unless he had left earth. A leader leaves, someone else steps up, realises they are capable of leading. This is what we're used to, even in our own circumstances. The apostles were chosen to do this because they had seen everything. They were witnesses of the resurrection. They'd seen Jesus actually crucified and die and rise again. They were eyewitnesses to these key events. We weren't there for that. So what is our mission? How are we to be witnesses? Well, we are to witness to the role of Jesus in our own lives to the prayers we have seen answered, to the sense of closeness to him that we have felt at particular times of our lives, to the good works done by those we know are faithful disciples of Jesus. We are witnesses to the fact that God is real and acting in human history still. And we need to pass on our knowledge of God. We do this by befriending people as Jesus did, by loving them as Jesus did. If we demonstrate the radical love of Jesus, we will inspire people to ask the reason for our hope and joy. It is then that we need not hide our faith in Jesus Christ. 
This is what we mean by evangelization, telling people about Christ and inviting them to a relationship with him. So go, therefore, make disciples of all the nations. Consider now what you wish to pray for today and tell God these prayers either out loud or quietly in your hearts. We sum up all these spoken prayers and the silent prayers of our hearts as we pray together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. As we conclude our time of prayer, unite your hearts to the words of this spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most blessed sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there, and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Thank you for joining us in prayer this Sunday. We hope you join us again next Sunday. God bless.